Kathy. Witty. Can you uh, cough a hack cough? Into, I can't. Can you hack? Can you give me a hack of enthusiasm? Believe me, there will be hacking during the show. You don't. You don't want to force a hack. <laughs> Kathy, there is hacking. Oh God, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do it. Can I? Can I? Tease? I hate you so much. <laughs> Who it's, was that? It's like sympathy hack. Stop it. You just cough and you're like, Kathy, you feel a little tickle in your throat. <laughs> and then I cough. You suck. I do suck. Oh my God. This is it. First show 2020 hacking away. Ready this, to do it. This is the, the sick show. Kathy, do you see? Look, look. Look what, what I did. I've done you, a thing. You got an extra mic. There's an extra microphone there. Sponsored you, by Headley. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean sponsored by Headley? Well, I'm just saying I brought in another mic. You know, he sponsored oh. for some mics and stuff. So I said, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring a mic and then I got to go buy one. <laughs> but look at that. Now we're more official. See, There's going to be... What well, happens when you let people give the show money? Well, that's true. Okay, maybe. <laughs> um, but look, they're they're not bitching. That's the they're they're yeah. like they're not they're not hating me. No, I for mean being a Del shitty and producer. Enigma, Don't question our hate. <laughs> Dell and Enigma do have their usual surly looks on their faces. No, Dell's just slightly surly, one. but it's not due to the mic because they're sharing mic. It's very cool. It's okay. So we're that's it. Well, now we have mics. We have people. Tony's in his fucking throne with Mel. We got we got Enigma and Dell there that are sharing a mic. You got a hack. Got a hack. And we got a show. You guys ready to do this show? Let's do the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. And happy 2020. Uh, welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Tony's fucking castle in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. Hello, Tony. Fucking it. <laughs> I, I like the beginning of that. That's good. It's good. You are, you are, I'm a, Kathy. You are a sultry, seductive, stoma smoking Kathy. Hacking up phlegm in my uh, let's throat. Let's just keep it in the sexy. It's not sexy. It is. Phlegm it's, is not sexy. No, you don't say phlegm. They You're going to hear the phlegm the next time I cough. Oh my God. It's like disgusting. a bit. I'm like trying. That word. It's kind of like I'm, a Betty Page at 80 kind of thing. <laughs> Ew, that's true. <laughs> I'm oh 100% sure somebody listening to this is into phlegm. Is into phlegm. To, uh, coughing, so go away. You're turning somebody on. Oh, I don't even want to know that. That's Thank not you. how we start the year. It's, yes, that's how <laughs> okay. perverted podcast starts the year. Uh, there's just no winning. God damn it. Well, Kathy, you are sick. Mm-hmm. I am just getting over this sick. Remember the last show of the year, mm-hmm. we were sick, and then you and I sat in the car together. Doing half a pee-pee. Sick bonding. Mm-hmm. We did the sick bonding in the car, coughing and hacking. So if you are a patron subscriber... You could have you could hear the magic that was the Kathy Boogie cough sick in a car. It was gross. <laughs> we had fun, but I'm sure it sounded gross. Oh uh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty awful. Yeah, but uh, it 
Definitely good. That was actually a fun show, and because we got a little... That was the existential show. That was show. the ex- Kathy's existential show, where we Damn. didn't we didn't really talk about a lot of kink for for the part of podcast listeners that, that don't get to hear that, because they're not subscribers on Patreon. Hint, hint. <laughs> look, there, look, New Year, I'm trying to... You, you know, got a little taste I'm, of the I'm, mic I'm, action. I'm, I'm, pushing, I'm pushing a little bit now. Um but it was really fun, and, and I know you said you felt that it was all about you and kind of your struggles yeah, and what you're I went going through. And, and, and we went down some really serious you know, roads, and it was nice to see some responses from the 30 people that have access to that show. Um, and they, they actually... I haven't seen anything. It, you didn't see? No. Yeah, that we've gotten some really solid responses from people that were oh, nice. really felt that it really helped them and, and helped uh, bolster with they. So I'm glad we're not abusing our Patreon I, I want. I was hoping you, you saw that. this one. I, yeah. Oh. So Dell didn't like it. Oh my! Feel free to tune. No, no, out, I buddy. don't listen. I'm just saying you abuse me in person. <laughs> oh, okay, that's true. That's true. We but did. you're a switch, right? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Well then, come on. But Kathy, mm. I, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, that uh, I'm not feeling as bad. I'm uh, so glad that you're glad because you're not well, I started bad. worse than you when we were on this show this is last week. Two week. of my yeah, god damn. Actually, week three starts tomorrow. Yeah, cut that shit out. You know, I'm you're ha- killing the buzz. I'm sitting at work hacking up a fucking lung. I just had this two minute coughing fit. Lung. And my <laughs> boss comes in from his that? office. He's like, "What the fuck is all that noise in here?" <laughs> He's got this like gruff what a demeanor. Dick. Yeah, I'm gonna bring me something that's gonna get rid of that tomorrow. I'm gonna stop. I said everybody and their mother offers me their fucking goddamn home <laughs> remedies, and I end up drinking gallons of vile tasting shit, and it never helps. He goes, ah, oh, this stuff won't fit. Oh, nah, okay. it's antifreeze. It kills. Yeah. It kills dogs, but it's- I swear to God, you won't be coughing. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's gonna kill your cough. Yeah, it's and it's know. green. Who doesn't love green? Shut up and drink it, Kathy. <laughs> Fucking everyone loves some antifreeze. Disgusting. My mom used to feed it to me. Yeah. Look how I turned out. You oh! sound just like my boss. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people sound like your boss. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Kathy, I do hope you turn out. I mean, this has been amazing. New Year's Eve, you obviously, you were sick for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. So you had no fun. I was at Creative Explorers just like, uh <laughs> You're all, happy New Year. <laughs> I can't blow you, man. I can't breathe through my nose. <laughs> my God, that would have been like breath play, death play. That's that like bad. waterboarding without water. Don't ask me. Why? Look, all I know is to our perverted podcast listeners, I I did it for you. What'd you do? I did it for the listeners because it wasn't about me. Yeah, right. It was 100% risk-aware consensual orgy for me oh, you're on such New a, Year's Eve. You're I was such a, a giver. giver. <clears throat> it- <laughs> <laughs> now it's you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm almost making fun I'm of al- me. <laughs> almost done. But it was hilarious. Kathy, only half of the partners that came over uh, got sick. Oh, well, that's <laughs> only that, those are good numbers. Only half. That's a good ratio. That's not bad. Fifty fifty risk award. So three of us sick, uh, two not. And it was amazing. So it was uh Mew, Bunny, Panda, and Whiskers that came over. And Tony and Mel were gonna come over, but they had a vacation that they'll talk about in a second. So thank God they didn't, because logistically that would have been a nightmare. Um Wow. So look, um, guy to guy, Tony gets it. Fucking A. Fucking A. He gets I get it. it. 
he gets it. You know, I would have had to put them, you know, because Tony and Mel have their thing. And so, and then I, here's me trying to, you know, help four women. It's, and, a, it's a human Jenga tower. It is. a So, and it's, the boat's not that big, you know. So, <laughs> so he bailed out because they have their trip. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, Bug. This is, this is four women and me, New Year's Eve. I got work to fucking do and I'm getting sick you know because remember from the show I'm sick and there's a voice in my head that says you motherfucker you fuck this up Sounds like- you fucking fuck this up and I swear to god I'm gonna drown you next to a fucking sea anemone and a fucking piece of fucking bay trash you sounded like Robert De Niro it was like I swear to god <laughs> I am like I do not care and I let everyone know I was good I let everyone know hey I'm sorry, but I'm sick. New Year's Eve, it, like a day and a half before. If you have to make other plans, I, I apologize, but I am getting sick. And so... This is all on you. Risk. I'm just <laughs> saying. But all of them were like, we're young. We don't get sick. Typical. Risk-aware consensual orgy. That was we want, me when I was they, young. They want the girl time and maybe a little bit of me. And oh, uh, please. And so it... They they all come over, and yeah. by afternoon, they're there. My head is stuffy. Now then, of course, I'm old, and I'm going to try to somehow play with all all these, you know, they have each other, and all, there's intertwining and stuff. But um, so, of course, I got to take Viagra, right? If I hope, even hope, because I'm sick, and I don't feel sexy at all. But motherfucker, you, you fucking, you Every guy on earth is like, I can feel the voice of every man on earth going, you get the fuck in there and you do some fucking magic on the, I swear to God, like they'll come and fucking club me to death with like solid unhatched pine cones. That's mobster play. You've got Robert De Niro in your head. And I felt, I felt the responsibility. Like you dream your whole life of being like, oh yeah, four girls are here and they want me to play with them. But, oh, okay. On a boat. S- on a boat. <laughs> you know, like, who dreams of that since they're fucking 12? So now then I'm like, oh, I better take Viagra because I got it. You know, I'm not going to survive. Now, the problem is, is I got a congested cold, right? So the problem with a congested cold, my head's already feels like there's little like, stuffy hammers in it. Well, one of the side effects of Viagra on its own is it congests you and fills your head with that congested headache. So now here I am, four gorgeous, amazing women are there going, okay, daddy, what are you going to do with us? What are we going to lead? Lead the love. Lead. And my head feels like a gorilla ripped open my skull and crapped in it and shoved it closed. Like literally I can't breathe and I'm just like, Let's rock. That's very specific. <laughs> Pretty well. I you know spur of the moment. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the best. It was going to be a melon, but the gorilla craps in my head. Whatever. <laughs> Same thing. You get the thing. So I can't even see. But fortunately, I'm able to kind of function. And I had to just. I was obviously in my head a little bit. So I'm like, look, we did you know a lot of things, and then the play started at like you know because they all got there early afternoon. So we're playing and I'm, you know, they're talking and I'm just literally, I'm like, look, I can't do the whole, I'm too confused. So it was like, pick a, take a number. Too many pussies. Like I literally was like, after, after, after a while, I Pussy like, number one. shove one out and then I'm like, 
35 C9 next. <laughs> and they're laughing. And it's very, you know, we're all lovers. You know, we've all played together before. So it was, you know, it was. You really are going to have to edit this out. I'm coughing like mad. No, it's fine. Because <laughs> I'm talking about my, you know, my magic sickness. So, so this play goes on and then we're doing things. Don't die, Kathy. I'm with you. Don't die. Don't die. This, we're is, my, so professional. this is my moment. Talking about one of the greatest sexual moments of my life. And I'm hacking up. And we're one. dying. And I'm sick and dying in this moment. And my head hurts, but, but it's still, it's going okay. And everyone's having a great time and the girls are having a nice time. And, uh, do you want water? Mel just asked. <laughs> No, no, she says no. Okay, so so we play and then whatever and then. But the goal is New Year's Eve, right? To make it to New Year's because off the marina they launch all these fireworks, like fancy fireworks. And so we're going to go walk to oh, the, the edge. fancy kind. Yeah, they, we're going to walk to the edge of the marina because they have money Not out there. Not just your run of the Not mill. just like put your name on a street check corner. It, check out this fucking badass snake going on. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> that smell is great. <laughs> So, so yeah, uh, so we got to make it till midnight. And now it's like literally five, six in the afternoon. We've already played for three hours. I'm like, my head is just, just dying. So we, we kind of go and play and chat and talk and I'm making them dinner and I'm, you know, I'm kind of being the host and the pervert and the guy, you know, and then I have them do, you know, things to each other. And it's, you know, just a lot of fun and very lighthearted. And by fucking nine o'clock. I, I'm like I, I'm standing outside. I'm like I, I need to cool off. You guys entertain yourself. And I and I and I, I swear to God, I'm so sick. I'm now fevering. I'm now feeling just just sweats and just awful. And I finally I like walk in after hours of just this thing. And I'm like, I have to lay down. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry. I did my best. I got to lay down. Can you entertain yourself? And I gave them each like a shot. You know, they they didn't they don't drink a lot, but I gave them a couple shots so they were they were talkative and whatever. And I went and laid down in a bed and just went, "Oh god." And uh and then they just watched funny YouTube videos and I heard them giggling in the background and they giggled for like 2 hours and then I woke up and I felt better. Back to the orgy. Back, back to the loving. And so started getting back into the loving. And then we went out and we watched the fireworks. And it was. It really was. Whoever put this on, they spent money because it was just just like big, amazing fireworks. Cool. And so it was a lot of fun. And then we came back and there was some more orgy. And then uh, everyone went to sleep. And I laid down. And I was like, okay, you did okay. You survived. You didn't die. Thank God. It was good, though. Mm-hmm. You don't quit, Kathy. Oh, my God. You don't fucking quit. All right. I won't quit, I promise. For the listeners, <laughs> that's my... That's my uh, me, on the other hand, I'm a creative explorer. <laughs> You're on your own, buddy. You're all code jerk off. <laughs> exactly. That's the difference between a daddy and a brat. A brat's like, fuck you. You're on your own. A daddy's like, I can't not. I have to make them cookies. So true. Who's the pussy in this room? <laughs> You know what? <laughs> this pussy got the fucking lead sex with four... Feverish, four hacking fucking, sex. Fever. <laughs> I don't remember much of it. <laughs> it's all a blur. But I remember some moments that were really... And then there was... Well, what was great was uh, Whiskers had never had someone take her with a strap on. And so Bunny, of course, 
being the sweet, gentle, giving, loving soul that she is. That's not the bunny I know. Yeah, so bunny helped her out, and it was just, you know, so, the, you know, I guide, because they're all bottoms, and they all stare at each other. <laughs> and Mel laughs, because she fucking knows. <laughs> like, I'm not, even if I wasn't having sex, they need me there to just be like, take her. Put the strap on it. Put it in her. Don't ask her permission. She already gave you permission. You know, it was hot because she had, you know. These are not power submissives, she, in other she, words. Yeah, she had She had one, you know, she was like, oh, I want, you know. I'm like, what do you want her to call you? And and she's like, sir. And I'm like, say that. Say call her. And then I'm like, Panda, call her fucking sir. And she's like, thank you, sir. And it was fucking hot. And she got excited. She's like, wow, power. I go, you have power going. So, is that what Bunny Nundrum is? Huh? I, I have no idea what that is. I'm you still wrote congested. these notes. Bunny Nundrum. Oh, no, no. Conundrum? No, no. Bunny had a kind of a little, not a drop, but Bunny has been so busy being fucking amazing with school and doing all the things that she's doing and research and all this just, I mean, literally amazing stuff that she totally feared she wasn't going to be able to do a couple years ago. And now she's just stomping the hell out of it. Total evidence. So she kind of gave up being a little for a while because mm. she will get lost in that world. And that used to be her safe space. So, you know, she's calling me and we're talking through it. And and so she's like, I really want to color, but I don't, I don't want to get hooked back into, you know, relying on being a little because I have so much stuff to do. Yeah, that's and a so, tough one. And so it was really about saying, hey, you know, the evidence is – you have accomplished all the things that you feared you wouldn't be able to do. You have done those. That is a done deal. That history cannot change. You have proven to yourself you can get straight A's. You got into the college you wanted to. You, have, you are fucking amazing. There is no way you can ever realistically tell yourself not. So you can enjoy a moment of being a little and no, you are going to get the fuck up the next day and go do your work. Yeah, that would be very interesting to have her on one day when she's free to talk she wanted about to that be, bunny She nundrum. really wanted to be here, uh, you know, but obviously it's a long drive and she's right. she's really, really no, busy. I so I said, so she, so she said we could talk about it. What's Tony's hippie trip? I, that's now, it's time to get into Tony now that I've taken so much time. Really? Well, God. That's what I do. That is what you do. It was a fucking show. Tony! <laughs> right into the mic there, buddy. Yeah? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, you took your girl on a Jerry Garcia hippie love fest week. Yeah, for, at, the, at the Hilton. At the Hilton. <laughs> you went hippie. So you went up... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we went up New Year's Day. I, th- I, I guessed correctly that that was a good day to travel up to the Bay Area on the road. Um, normally, a day after New Year's would... Actually, New Year's itself could suck ass, but because it was the middle of the week, I assumed everyone would take the week off. So, so yeah, we went up there, um, and let me see. What, what were some of the so that was like Sanford, those that don't know, San yeah, Francisco, San the Francisco. Bay Area is like San Francisco, yeah, I'm sorry, Berkeley, yeah. you know, that kind exactly. of you know, Northern County, California yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, And we hit all those spots. So I took her up to Baker Beach up there, which is um, right at the opening to where the, the Golden Gate Bridge is, and we took her up on the cliffs, and I... Made her take her top off and tied her up and got, nice. got a picture of her with the Golden Gate Bridge in the background and tourists standing there watching. <laughs> <laughs> Topless? 
Well, oh, well yeah, just, it's, le- just, it's legal, isn't it? Put it in perspective. When we were down on the beach, there was a guy, son's pants, kind of wandering around the beach. <laughs> and you're like, this has got to be better than so, that. Yeah, she was a step up from well, that. Well, I think, isn't, I think uh, the Bay Area women are legally allowed to not have tops on. You would think. I think so. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they have fucking Folsom where guys can suck each other's dicks on the street yeah. in the middle of the day, I'm pretty sure they're not hung up about boobs. Yeah, and that was no issue. And then we went up to Berkeley one day. We by the way, do you have um, a copy of that picture? Oh, fuck yeah. I've do got you, like 20 of them. Do you have that? I would well, love Mel's just taking it out love, right now. I would Look love to see. If you look on my profile, there's one Did you there. put with the breasts I, and the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, no. I did a, tr- a, tr- a collage. It's three pictures. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Mew commented on it and said how much you missed us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh look at that. That's, that's Oh. Wow! Yeah, we posted. I it. haven't seen it. <laughs> Look at me, <laughs> Nick Mazzal. I want to get on that shit. I want to see them titties. Yeah. Oh, Look at that! Nice. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's pretty. That's that's, a, that's actually nice. really no, it was, nice. It was freaking beautiful. I, I managed to plan it out around the weather, so we went to Berkeley on the overcast day. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, well, that was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of good food. Berkeley, that was fun. We went to about a bookstores. I bought her a book at City Lights. Partly to support City Lights because that's a really important bookstore. It's like a free speech bookstore. So, store. but you guys did some dungeon visiting. Oh yeah, that was. The, did you guys go to Citadel? We went to the Citadel. How is the? I've never you been to what? the Citadel. It fucking rocked. It fucking rocked. Is it a big place? I heard parking was kind you know, of a pain in the you ass. You know what? It's funny. Um, it's you're as far as I could tell. There is a city lot right around the corner. So for oh, fifteen okay. bucks, we could have parked. But we found street parking about a block and a half away. The funny part was. I mean, this is San Francisco in early January in the, in the Tenderloin. It's the shithole part of San Francisco, right, right. of course. Um, and I, we must have parked on the only two square blocks where it was actually flat because she wore flip-flops. Sure. So as oh, you do in yeah. January, <laughs> in a street known for its like forty-five angle yeah. hills. Yeah. Oh. So at least she wasn't in heels. That would no. have been worse. Yeah, yeah, I, think. Yeah, I guess that probably a payoff. Yeah. The only pain That's a different was, scene. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to walk the the hills of San Francisco in heels. Yeah, that's that's punishment. Yeah, but thongs could have been a drag too. But sure. we're, she got lucky; it was flat. So the only drag was it's got to be 25 very steep steps up to it. It's all up on the second floor. Okay. And I carry a lot of gear, so that was Oh, so Tony was the uh, the like, Sherpa, fucking Sherpa Tony going up. But I'll tell you, it was really a blast up there. They were very low-key. They were very welcoming. The way they have their setup, I like it. It's like they have a couple of – it's all one giant room, really, when you get right down to it. And then there's a very nice lounge in the back. That isn't exactly separated entirely, um, but you can chill out back there and aftercare at a lot of couches, and it's a full-on spread. It's like a bar, basically. Oh, really? There's not a, not a bar. There's no alcohol, but it's set up like a bar. Um, but, I mean, their main play floor, it's got these two large areas. They had some vendors when we first got there, but the way they do it is they cordon it off. You're welcome to walk past the cordon, but only if you're playing. So right, everyone right. can stand in between the cordons and watch. So as opposed to other dungeons where you got to look in a cramped door and move on, you can just stand there and watch in the middle of the room, and then the DMs are kind of <clears throat> hovering and circling around the edges of the cordon, keeping an eye on stuff. But we played for a long time and um, did not get... I noticed DMs walking by and watching, and no one ever ever harshed anything we were doing, so pretty pretty. It went pretty well. Yeah, 
And no cre- not the creepers were uh, you know they kept them in check and you know it was I would it was hard to even describe that as an environment where you would have that because everyone was just so engaging with everyone else you know it's San Francisco it's yeah like like you said Folsom Street Fair it was kind of like they they rolled it up into the into that party I mean it's a, it was a very I commented to Mel afterwards it was a very diverse party a very diverse party that's fucking killer yeah yeah nice and, yeah I mean you you hear the I mean the Citadel's like a you know in the BDSM community, it's a fucking San Francisco, you know, yeah. kind of the origins of early BDSM and stuff like that. And that's that's a place that that's on everyone's kind of tourist kink list. So it's good to hear a good report. I've heard some. I've heard oh some yeah, good no, things. I would totally go back. And then and then uh, I guess one of the big rock star guys there, he's kind of a big educator. And I some of our friends down here know him. Apparently, I found out on FetLife, but. He walked by. We were watching him play. He was doing a real fancy scene. And he's like, hey, man, I liked your scene. And I was like, yeah, oh, boy. You're like, but validation. I have been validated. <laughs> Tony's play has Fuck been validated. Hey, it's always nice when someone yeah. uh, that you know has been around for a long time appreciates yeah. what you're doing. I think well, that's Especially cool. being strangers there where we literally knew no one, you know. So. Right. And I think she got a little, a little on a leash. Told her the same thing later, right, Mel? When we were leaving, you said the, the girl on the leash. Also said she liked our scene, so so yeah, we had fun. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Any uh, any last minute jumps in? You uh, you went in any perverted stories? I mean, yes. Uh, I I went to went home to Texas for Christmas, and got to actually go back to a kink party that I that like are the main kink party of of San Antonio. Um, as well as the New Year's party at a kink club, right? And so, and I was able to get some play in. Good. Uh, uh, one thing that I haven't done in a while was um, fingering your urethra. I, no fingering. No. Okay. Uh, a couple of us uh, back home had this thing where we called it a turf war, where basically two or three doms have different implements that make different marks, and then one bottom whose job it is to present herself at certain times and give those involved chances to hit marks on them. And at the end of the night, we count the marks and whoever, whichever Dom made the most marks wins. Mm. And huh. I, I had a rubber band. Ah. Uh, Cause I really Good. like playing with rubber bands. Fine choice. Fine choice. Thank you. Um, and then he had, he had a little uh, acrylic hit beater thing <coughs> that was in the shape of a skull. And then we had another guy who had a dragon tail. So we had very three, three very distinct <coughs> marks on this girl's thigh and ass. And it was, we, it was basically we played it all the way up until New Year's. And then we counted at New Year's. And I, 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 she took my 32 birthday spankings that nobody wanted to take nice. on my birthday. Very, so very nice. It was fun. Very cool. <laughs> he just left to go. Kathy ran away. Kathy's never gotten up. I can completely confused. Kathy just excused herself and <clears throat> walked away. So uh, that's good, Dell, because Kathy's gonna. Maybe yeah, you should have some let's water. Just give Kathy. some time for Kathy's death. Kathy, do you need CPR? I'm not certified. Can I root anymore. out your throat with my cock? Go check not. on her. Make sure she's not dying. We make fun. Yeah, but you guys can't hear all the coughing. It's Kathy. I, I have a song for you. I made a song. Should I play the song? Play the song. Play, Kathy. Are you okay? Pumpkin, hun, poke, <laughs> partner. <laughs> she takes exception to that one. Kathy, I made you a song, song? to inspire you. 
You, I this is what I was afraid of. I, I could feel a coughing fit coming on. I'm all, God damn it. And then you should I just, was hoping the coughing fit would come before the podcast. No, Thank drink you, sweetie. some water. Kathy, put it's on your headphones. Work. I think you should hear this. Kathy. What? I know you just went and coughed, and, and I, just, I just have something to say to you. Dancing is really sells it. Oh my god! The the don't mimicking die. of the hand die, job, right? Might don't because die, you made the song. I knew that a hand job or a blow job was in there somewhere. Like, don't it's die because of that, Kevin. At least you feel me, baby. Just don't I'm die. I'm not feeling you up. Sorry. Just don't <laughs> just your don't, dick. Just don't die. Just not feeling my dick. I could try. It's a but, new year. But to answer, maybe I wrote her a song. Yes, wooing. Uh, Belated of my potatoes, I had three sleepovers. One of them involved my penis being touched. Actually, two of them. Um, (laughs) Just like from across the room. All three, I lied. Yep. Um, I'm going to a concert, possibly, that um, Unger was jealous of. Um, Hellug? I can't pronounce it. Hellug? Hellug? I can't pronounce it correctly. They do tribal music. So Sounds tribal metal music. Sounds hungry. Yes. Um and I had a job offer. Okay. So that, that should be fun. Um like better than the one you have? I think this one pays and if <laughs> <laughs> Well that would considerably be better. That's good. So what so you feel good about that? Um I'll see what it goes. Um I'll tell you offline more. Okay. About it, will it be more will you be closer so you don't have to drive for three hours? Um, no, but then I'll be in L.A. possibly more, so I'll drive less when I'm visiting people, slash have more excuses to be in L.A. Okay, all right, that works out, because you are a driving fool, and he has a full beard now. His beard's... This uh, might get fixed, I guess that's a potato. Um, I might have a scene of straight razor when someone... Oh, that's right, you had talked about, you had talked about your slave scene. Yeah, there's actually an, an event that... Um, is having a class for that, but they might be too busy to do mine. So oh, hopefully I can get that bastards. done. You're going to let someone come near your face with a straight razor? <laughs> if his beard makes the cut. Oh. 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 Well, considering oh. that there's, they're well-versed enough that they and skilled to teach a class on it at a dungeon. Oh, all right. Slash, it's kind of their fetish. Okay. So. Give it a try. We come back. Dell's whole half faces and bandages. Yeah, if I come back without a head, you like, know why. You know, sometimes being really enthusiastic can still lead to it. What the hell? What was that? There's a Did mouse I'm not using. Okay. Thought, I'm like, is that a piece of the equipment? Do you hear? Do we still hear? Okay. Let's do was it. That, what was that that we just did? More potato mayhem? Huh? Yeah. Because I have did. something I forgot. What did you forget? I saw Enigma at the grocery store. Oh. <laughs> Um, so this actually came up recently for, uh, for the sake of like not outing people. Uh, cause like I saw you too and, and you I just was, walked by. Yeah. No. You did the right we thing. We were within yeah, no. like 12 inches of each other and we're both like, yeah, no. looks right ahead. No, I, I saw you as you were like aiming for the, the registers. And so I was like, Oh, Hey, it's Kathy. Don't talk to her. Don't talk to um, her. Well, wait a minute. I obviously saw him way before then. 
He was in the produce section having a very zen moment because we walked right past it. I practically brushed my arm against his, and I'm like, that's Enigma. Oh, just keep looking straight ahead. It was really kind of funny, though. Fed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Fed Life. For your peace of mind, this isn't actually a Fed Life topic. Why did you? I don't know. I'm used to hitting that fucking Wait a minute. Button second. First of all, thank you for that jingle, the don't die jingle. <laughs> That's number four that I have yet to... I want those. Send me the MP3s. I, I After, give me your phone or something. I'll figure it out. So, I was supposed you to You need the, my phone number? I don't... No, I... No, I mean, I... Ah! <laughs> you asked me to do this, Kathy, because you were sick, <laughs> and I'm confused now. Don't throw in more shit. I'm I a did. man. Well, I want to tell this to the listeners. I'm a man. <laughs> I spent the weekend in bed because I was so tired, and around Sunday afternoon, I realized... Holy fuck, I didn't put the show up. I don't have a fat oh, life. And I text poor Boogie and go, dude, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but I got nothing. You have to put the whole show together. He's all, don't worry about it. And so <laughs> I look on our shared document where I put everything. And mine is usually very, here's a link to follow this. Here's an excerpt of what I'll be talking. Here you just put like these weird <laughs> notes. So-and-so did this, and then we're going to talk about that. And then they went and did that. I'm like, what? I'm a man! <laughs> I'm a man, Kathy. I don't have the corpus callosum hemisphere connection that you do. It was very cute. So here's the topic. Where'd you get this topic, better? I got it off Reddit or something, you know. And it was it was it was good because we uh, there's a few things we we're going to talk about uh, today that are kind of like old school things that that we talk about. But I thought this was important because this is such a young thing. So here's here's the basic gist, and then we'll springboard off of it for everyone. Young Dom guy, you know, like in the early 20s, uh, young Dom girlfriend, girlfriend's been on vacation, guy goes, because girlfriend lives at home with family, guy goes over to family, girl's been away for a couple years, or a couple weeks, whatever, uh, family dinner, girl's girlfriend's family dinner, goes to her house, maybe misses her a little bit. He knows the family. He's been there. He's before. been obviously okay, like it. a fam. It's like a family dinner. He's yeah. the boyfriend. She's the girlfriend. That's probably all I needed to say. Boyfriend <laughs> grabs girlfriend gently by the back of her hair and pulls her in for a kiss in front of family. Oh, no. of girl. Well, that's a, a fairly Pull, innocuous pulls act. the hair like you know that grabbing the hair in the palm and pulling your hair but back lightly, kind of lightly, but still got that sexy look like you're my bitch kind of thing. Oh, and kisses her. She likes it, of course, because they're kinky. Mom has ballistic shit fit next day at daughter. <gasps> what the fuck are you doing? What is this shit? Is he abusing you? What is this? Are you guys into that S&M shit? Completely unloads on the daughter. Creates a situation now where you are forcing a conversation that the mom was obviously and justifiably not ready to have. So this is a great time for a conversation about never assuming what people's limits are when they're not kinky. Even if they say that they're okay with something, even if it would have been something where the parents knew she was kinky, 
you know, and this was the person that was kinky with her and was the top. When is it appropriate to let some of that kink slip out, master-slave rituals, uh, permissions, calling someone daddy or sir or any of those things? Is there a time in front of somebody else's family when those types of things are acceptable or... Is that something that should just be avoided? Kathy, to you. All righty. I would say without knowing anything about this particular incident. Did you read the whole thing, by the way? Were there other that was pretty much it. it. Yeah, that's it. So the problem is that there's a big um, question mark in, the, in, in this whole thing, and that is what is the history of the mother? What is the person who's watching this, where are they coming from? If you have grown into adulthood... And the only um, experience you have with anything like that is watching your father be mean to your mother and watching really bad porn where it almost looks like someone is actually being abused. And in high school, seeing your best friend's sister being beat up by her boyfriend and you your history is very different, very in in a bad way, you're watching this happening in real life. And you don't understand or have any concept of people who do this as play, it's understandable that you're going to have this reaction when it's someone that you love. So I think it's not as easy as when should you have the conversation, how should you have the conversation. You absolutely need to take into account what the other person is going through. I think that is so so key that you just... You don't know what the history of that is. Now then, once again, who, who I, I, I am the first person. <laughs> I have made plenty of dumb mistakes uh, in situations, but this is one of those look-around things that you can't ever assume, Even and, and why I kept saying, even if they did know. Like, Mew's mom knows that what the types of things I do to her, even when I go over to the house... Most of the time, I don't even sit next to her. Like, I'll sit next to her. I keep my hands to myself. This is her daughter, and she knows in the back of her mind, I'm the guy that hits her. She doesn't understand a lot, and I'll tell you why. Um, As cool as that mom is, very liberal, made sure the girls understood early on, hey, if you need birth control. You know, she was one of those moms that was liberal and okay with sexuality and understanding that their, her daughters were individuals. But even as cool and hip and understanding as she was and says she was, when Mew had that conversation with her mom and came out to her mom that she was kinky, the mom had to process, had to instant, you know, had to go seek her therapy and deal with hers to get over the fact that her daughter was doing these physically what she appeared, uh, what she interpreted to be harmful things and whatever. And even still, even after going through that process, um, never assume that anyone understands what they don't understand. Even in the best of circumstances, let's just say that she and she's a very lucky girl whose mother is actually in the community. If I had a daughter who was kinky, and I had a good, solid history in the kink community. And my daughter comes to me and I see her boyfriend, you know, doing all kinds of power play stuff. My immediate thought is, you know what that is? 
is this one of those fucking douchebags who thinks he's a dom but is actually abusing yes. my daughter and my daughter doesn't know any better? In the best of circumstances, you're going to have to travel uphill to convince the people who love you that you are not being harmed. And if you have someone who has already a, a negative history with this with abuse, you're not going to come out of this without doing a tremendous amount of work to convince them that you're okay. Because it takes a lot of fucking balls in front of somebody's mom to do something kinky or moderately or even lightly kinky with their fucking daughter. Yeah. It either takes a lot of balls and arrogance or you're fucking clueless. To be honest, I mean that's just my my opinion. You can be you can do whatever you want, but if you're going to assume and that's in a best scenario, this was not the best case scenario. Right. This mom did not know the daughter was kinky, did not know he was the dom. There is absolute this is an absolute fucking no-no. There I don't know what the follow-up is on this, but I'll guarantee you that that shit storm is not going to quell. That this this mom has every right to freak out. They did not totally inconsiderate of the people around. And we talk a lot about that in the kink community. Don't in, impose your kink on people. And, you know, there's, you know, we go, oh, yeah, but okay, so we're in public and maybe we're doing some stuff. You know, there's a lot of things, but when it comes to that family, the people that are actually connected and in a lifelong uh, you know, family relationship. That mom gave birth to that fucking daughter. That is her baby, no matter how old she is. You really have to. You just you you gotta know, you be gotta be careful. But they're also on the other side of the coin. There's a limit to how much shit I'm willing to take from family. You sure. are of age. You may be young, but you are still of legal age, and I'm willing to let someone freak the fuck out. Letting them have their time, letting them, you know, get it out of their system. But then we need to sit down. You ha- you do have to re- demand respect for from your mother, from your from the people who love you, and say, now that you've calmed down, we're going to have a serious conversation, and you need to listen to me, or we are not going to come out of this conversation well. So you you need to calm the fuck down. Once you've realized, and once you've taken into account what your the, your loved one's history is with this and you understand how upset they are, and you understand that you have a long uphill battle, it is important, in my opinion, to demand respect. Because this is your life. And even somebody who has made questionable choices and is allowing someone to harm them, it is their life. And the reason I'm saying this is because I've actually encountered younger uh, people and this was actually quite a while in time. I'm talking about two separate occasions um, where someone came to me, not necessarily for advice, but to kind of cry at my shoulder. And I often thought they do have a right to be upset and they do have a right to get some answers. And it was clear that they loved their, uh, in this case, a sister and in another case, a daughter. But I also thought that they were allowing themselves to be pushed around too much. That they were not standing up for themselves, that they were not demanding respect, because honestly, what in this in one particular case, what the mother was inflicting on the daughter bordered on abuse itself, Absolutely. in how upset and how angry she was, and how she was not letting her get a word in edgewise, and so this girl was not getting abused by her dominant, but actually was getting abused from her mother. 
So I think that both sides have to be taken into account. I do. I think my I absolutely am on that page uh, with you, and that is an entire whole topic of when to stand up to your family and to demand that respect. I totally agree with that. The thing I don't agree with is when you're in the mom's house. That's her territory. It's, it's not, not if you're in a, a smart thing you did. If you're in, if you're the adult, you are in their territory. When I go on that goddamn boat um and that mom is there, it's her it's her territory. So it would be very disrespectful of me to indulge in in what I think I deserve to do and absolutely agree that 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 relationship uh, deserves that respect and you need to demand that respect. I just don't think you should uh, take that in somebody. If they came to my house, I'll get I'll get to you right in the sec. If they came to my not that I have a house. If, uh, <laughs> if they if, came if, to if, the ravioli, if, if Muse mom came to my car that's having electrical problems and I have to go <laughs> in the hood every day now and fix the thing. Um, if she came over and Mew was wearing a collar, um, then it's like <laughs> you're you're in my house. This is what we do. You know, this is what we do. I still wouldn't be fucking you know ass ass fucking you know Mew in front of the mom or whatever because well we that's know, good. Well, we know we invited <laughs> them into our our ravioli, um, and and so there's still a certain level of respecting other people. Yeah, what the way you describe what you do when you go to her place and her mother is there. Is very respectful. That's a, that's a great way. It's an easy. It's an easy thing to do. Why create problems for your, for yourself when there's no need to? Absolutely, Mel. Kind of going back to the whole respect thing. For a lot of people, they're not quite sure how to demand said respect without getting into that situation. Especially like what you're talking about with the daughter and the verging on abuse of the mom, which is a rough situation in general. But how would you suggest, because I know a lot of people don't quite know the difference between saying, oh, this is my life, whatever, teenage rebellion, like adult rebellion against family members when they think that they're trying to just demand respect. Most situations with family that I don't quite understand that. So how would you be able to define the difference between asking for respect in your life choices as far as, you know, being kinky or whatever it might be in that situation versus, uh, I don't know, just saying like, oh, hey, you know, I want to do this with my life. Respect me or don't respect me in that situation because it's harder since it's family right. in this situation. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Have you ever had issues? In oh, this? yeah. Were you able to get through them? No, but that's because I'm more like the daughter that you were just talking about in my situation. So. And you've never traversed those particular waters where you had to well, find I, the, the, the line between. I have, but in my situation, it's not necessarily a give and take when it comes to discussions like that. It's more of a, you're going to listen to what I have to say, whether you like it or not, and you're not going to get a word in edgewise type of situation. Yeah. So it, it's a, it is a very difficult question to answer because it, it does... Um, uh, depends so much on how how mature and how open and how s intelligent your uh, parents or whoever in your family it is you're how willing to are. listen they are. Can I ask a question? Because this is, I think, very important to the discussion. Um, if you live, still live with the parents. If the parents are still, if they're still supporting you, oh, like kind of like their territory, sort of thing. Yeah, it's like you're because the, then in in that adds a whole different dynamic because absolutely you can tell you can stand your ground with your parents and say, 
look, I've thought through this. I still, I'm not on drugs. Uh, you know, and that's what Mew did with her mom that worked amazing. Right, but she, it's a fine line when you live with them. You live you with know it. that it's still their rules that you have to abide by, it's, whether you're a legal adult or not. It's still the same. Because it's of. their house and they can literally say, fine, go live your life, go pay your own rent. So, uh, you know, and that that is, and as shitty as that sounds, that is still within their, it's their house. Yeah, You're an adult is. now. But I think in both cases, um, from the parents' point of view and the kids' point of view, is um, it, it's difficult to answer because there's so many variables. But I think that ultimately both sides have to determine where their hard limits are and if they are flexible at all in any of those areas. Right. Because when somebody lays down an ultimatum, there's no flexibility, there's no maneuvering around anything. And they put you in a very tough spot. Yeah, it's definitely kind of an eggshell dance when it comes to trying to figure out what is an okay thing to talk about as rega- in regards to kink and how far you're willing to let them know, per se, like what you are into. You may not tell them, oh, hey, you know, I'm ass-fucking your daughter. But you may <laughs> say, oh, you know, we have a dynamic. She wears a collar. She's mine. Things like that. Right. In, in Not necessarily in your instance, but in instances like yours, um, this and this oh this is this is always this was a very hard lesson for me and that is that there there are consequences to all of your decisions and it and it that's a knife that cuts both ways so when there have been times in my life where i have had to walk away from situations that i did not want to walk away from because that other person made it impossible for me to do anything other than there was one instance in which that person in my life was able to learn a very hard lesson and soften their stance because they realized that because they put me in a tough spot, I was then forced to say, you have decided that this part of my life you're not going to be a part of. And by the way, this this had nothing to do with kink. Um, And I'm trying to figure out, should I? No, I don't want to divulge what it was about. And in saying that, they maybe thought I was bluffing or they didn't take it seriously. And it took them a while to realize that in, ma- in taking that tough stance and giving me the ultimatum, they had cut me out of a huge part of, of their lives because I was no longer engaging them anywhere near as often as I was. And so the consequences for them were unacceptable. And only then did they decide to back off. But there have been many times where that was not the case. Right. Where I took that stance and it hurt. It hurt like fucking hell. And and there are there are things that I haven't ever gotten over. I'm not gonna. I I don't want to lie to anybody ever and tell them it's gonna get better. And in the end, it's okay because you'll stand on your your own. No, it fucking hurts that somebody has cut you out of a huge part of their lives because they're not willing to listen um, or be flexible in any way. But those are those are really tough life lessons. Right. Exactly. Especially. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just Hold it. Actually, take the mic and put it towards your face. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk to the front of the mic. I am talking there to the front go. of the That's mic. There you go. That's the good. It is hard, though, because you are in that situation having to kind of cut your life apart into different chunks and only letting them see certain aspects, which is definitely a lot harder when you could just live your whole life how you want and have it be, you know, smooth. and. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly if... You've spent, so, so from the age of one to, you know, 18, you've spent all that time never uh, putting a toe out of line or always going along with their rules. And one day you decide not to. There's no history there. There's no experience of that ever happening. They don't know how to deal with it. You don't even know how to deal with it. And it 
it takes an incredibly amazing person to get through that with no harm, with no issues. And it's usually, it doesn't happen that way. It's usually a very bumpy ride. And yeah. you sometimes, you will not come away from it unscathed. And you will not, yeah, I hate saying shit like this, but it's utterly true. You will not, you will come through in, as a different person. Yeah, yeah you, you're never going to be the same again. You're, and in a lot of cases, you'll be better. And in some cases, there'll be harm that just doesn't go away. Was and that to too get, and, pessimistic? <laughs> and to get us back to the original topic, this is a conversation you don't force with your loved one by having your boyfriend do stupid shit to you in front of your family. Oh, yeah, that, this that is was the, not a smart move, this man. Is, and, and what you guys just talked about, we, we definitely went into uh, another a deeper topic, which I think was amazing, but it also goes back to prove the point. This is a serious discussion that if you want success with your family or your loved ones about your adventures into the kinky lifestyle, you need to have the best environment for that. You need to find the best way to present that information if you want success. If you want to just stand and and kick your heels and say, this is my life, fuck you, you're just asking to lose. That's true. You have to make smart decisions. And so that is when you're talking about those public displays of affection and and when you have your partners visit your family or meet people, your coworkers, whatever, that people that you think are special, it is important to have conversations before before you go into there, remember where you are. This is my family. They don't know I'm kinky. Be on your best behavior always. Choose because, your battles. Because if not, this guy, he's like, I'm at home, you know, I fucked up. She, the girlfriend, is now in war, is now in a battle and has to have conversations and has to go completely uphill now to get through that defensiveness all because you couldn't keep your fucking hands off her and you didn't and make smart choices. It's a simple, simple mistake that has great consequences. Yeah. So I think great topic. We're actually we're gonna skip a couple other things. Why? But uh well just we're already at fifty six minutes. Okay. So 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 uh absolutely amazing topic and uh yeah, I like it. Let's go I, to Dell. I wait, wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't take that it. long to grab it. Jesus. You guys are just, I just, you know, I just, I'm trying to get you guys, because you're having a conversation with her and you're just keep going farther away no, from No, I'm doing the, this. Like no, you, no, you weren't. You were yes, literally, I was. I, was I can listen to myself too, you know. Yeah, okay. Because I can There is a benefit to body mics, even though you hate them. I brought more mics. <laughs> Dell! Yes. How you doing? Doing well. What's um, going on in the Discord? What mayhem have they been up to this week? We have a backlog that I will not get through. It's just going to be a backlog when they're slow. Weeks. Give us the good ones. <laughs> give us the yeah. Give us okay. the ten good ones. Well, my obligatory. We got two new people made it through the gauntlet of joining out of three. Yay! That doesn't count. That's my one that I always do. But welcome those two. <laughs> um, let's see. Someone actually found and posted. It, it's on Etsy. There were actual golden girl granny panties. And by <sighs> granny panties, they're like up to like just below your 
dress granny panties. Oh they my weren't, god! They weren't it, phoning it in. Do they have like? Oh, pictures? they exist. Yeah, they did have they the pictures. Have, did they have printing of the golden girls across, like right over your crotch? It's the horny one. I, I can bring it up to show you. By the way, I who wouldn't? Who wouldn't let? Because you know, who was the horny one? The middle, whatever. The horny golden girl. I would. I would. Bed that because you Wait, know. Nice. Okay, I got it. I got a cute for you to look at. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> those are funny. Golden Girl panties. Yep. With the Golden, it was a TV. For those of you that are younger, it was a TV show about three uh, senior citizen women that lived together, and one of them was four. Four. Okay. And uh, and their shenanigans they got into. There and were one, shenanigans, and one of them. I don't know. They were, you know, anywhere from like late sixties to eighties, whatever. And it was a funny show. And one of them was really horny, like this whole Southern Belle horn dog. And you're like, and I used to think, I'm like, she's probably amazing. That was nobody, nobody with me in no, that. No boogie, nobody. No, with you so, on hey, that. you know what? I'm not an ageist, okay, Kathy? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're not an ageist, but on that meme, there was posted a, if you're over 30 and you like anime, you're a wee-a-boomer. Oh, oh, you know what? I was going to bring that one up, you but know you mentioned what? age. Blow a fucking cock. Mew and I just finished um, the season of uh, Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's fucking amazing, is what it was. It, and I usually like uh, animes with. Well, also a lot for of that insult, I would fall under that because I'm 30, so I'm oh, not really? just insulting you. Well, then, goddamn it, Dell, we need to take a stand because anime makes us relevant with the kids. It takes away some of the boomer, whatever stupid is. Although fucking. you embraced it entirely with that phrase, the kids, the kids. <laughs> That's right. Um, there was a new story shared of a, um, basically a man being very entitled about, oh no, there's an orgy in this hotel at New Year's. I'm very displeased. <laughs> because apparently some organization had rented out the ballroom for a kink dungeon thing. Oh God, that's like, funny. I don't mind. They can do whatever, but I don't want to see it. Like my family's here. It's like, go, go, go somewhere else. Go dude. to another. was... <laughs> See, those are okay. That's an interesting thing because I've been to some of these, like so, a South by Southwest or uh-huh. whatever, um, where they literally the majority of the hotel has been taken over by kinky people. They have a play party, at least they did uh, the couple times that I went, and the ballroom is a playroom, and guys are getting sounded, and people are hitachis, and I don't know if that you could have uh, full on fucking. I don't remember. But I know but it's blocked off from the rest of the of the hotel patrons. And, it's not. But people are walking down the halls in their yeah. leather gear. Dom, and, DomCon's the same. Yeah, DomCon's the and same. I can, way. I've, I've been on elevators at DomCon where you're like you can see these people just shitting their pants. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, with, like they, a dominatrix with almost nothing on. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They don't. Do they let the other hotel patrons know? No. By the no, way, by you're privacy going, laws. They can't really. Really, that's a to. that's amazing. So I guess you. could could i mean because, they didn't refund him well <laughs> I, I don't know let me let me let, let, let's think a little um, let him go on <laughs> no i don't know i, I want to have a moral question because 
obviously not everyone, you know, I'm sure the hotel's like, please don't come down naked because there are other people and families and stuff like that. But of course, not every, everyone, you know, you get there and you're like, this is our hotel. Isn't this amazing? We can be kinky in this hotel. Yeah, but there, there's a, a difference between, you don't have to come down naked and showing your bare breasts, but you're coming down in leather gear right. and it freaks some people out. Some people don't want their children to see others in spiked heels carrying a whip. I don't... You know, too bad as far as I'm concerned. That's not then then cover their eyes so they never see anything. Most parents don't under, don't even know what kids are doing on the internet anyway. These kids so. are out there on the They're internet. Doing oh, look, your sister's calling. Should we answer that phone? Don't answer that phone. Should we answer that phone? Uh. No. Hi, Kathy's sister. How you doing? Jackie, don't answer. Hi. Are you doing great? How you feeling He's better? You. <laughs> are you? Well, you called. We're recording the show, and we know that Kathy was taking care of you. Did she give you an enema at any point? All right. I, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I mean, you guys are sisters, so it's completely medical. Like, I mean, give on, me one, that phone. one day you guys are going to be changing each other's diapers like the Golden Girls or something. I'm going to be changing your diapers. <laughs> give me that. Here, have your... Now well, you, she called during the You know the what? Show. You, okay. put, you answered the phone. Now you're going to have to wait while I find out what she wants. Uh, this okay. is your fault, not mine. Go, go ahead. Well, let's all let's just, just wait. Kathy has to talk. It's important to her yes. sister. Okay. She's talking to the sister you're now. Not, no, you're uh, not She took us off speaker. Right she took us off speaker. She's, yeah. Well. So what else is going on, Del? Um, yes. You mentioned fireworks. Um, I don't have the photo pulled up, but um, I believe it was in... I don't remember which country. Um, there was a firework display entirely out of drones, and they made like a man, like legit, better than like. Oh, we made a little like picture. There are so many drones, you can get actually decent resolution like imagery, making drones into art as fireworks. Wait, 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 wait. So it was these... like multiple stories tall worth of drones. And okay, wait, like... wait, 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 wait. No, so what you're saying is the drones had lights, yes, on them, not blowing up. Yes, not you're blowing not up, blowing no, up, no, no, fire, no, no. which would be those, amazing. Those hobbyist flying, things. probably expensive. So they put all these drones flying together with lights. For, yes, and they made them formations, and they made objects and pictures. Did they? Out of so them. did they have computer programs that like made yeah. certain lighting happen at certain times? As and they had to kind of yeah. line them up. It. it, it I can find video probably. I I'm only sh- saw stills, yeah. but it looked amazing. That sounds that sounds pretty crazy. I can't um, believe you answered that phone and I had to go off the air. Oh, you could have just said, I'll call you back after the you show. But, you answered know, the phone. Whatever, you gave her an enema. We're so yes. professional. My final three things. Um, amusement. Hasbro now owns Death Row Records. What? Wow. They Hasbro, indir- the toy making company. Yes, they indirectly <laughs> own them because they bought an investment firm that owns that. So it was more of an indirect. They didn't buy it deliberately. But, but so did. what? Recommended <laughs> for ages 10 and above. Oh, finally, a decent <laughs> fucking joke. That's true. I'll give them a point. That's good. Um, Ella shared <laughs> a couple of articles about human cheese. It's actually a industry. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, what? Yeah, they take cultures from the vagina. No, no, no. Breast oh, wait. milk. Oh, breast milk. Breast and they milk. make human cheese. <laughs> the other kind of human cheese is you get human bacteria and you use that as the the agent to make the cheese, which is slightly right. different. Right. Um, and then- They also make bread, vagina bread. They take the yeast from the vagina. You're lying. Nope, not at all. It's yeast, and they make bread. You're in cahoots. And they nope. make, uh, I'm sure you could have a vagina tortilla, you know, and make uh. a 
Vagitaco, a taco vag, which is kind it's of rule thirty four. Sim- accept it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, rule thirty four. If, if it, someone if shared you, some fucking cookies and it, it's little figurines actually fucking. Oh, that's adorable. That's, that's nice. Cookies like little gingerbread man. Yeah, cookies make them fucking. That's very nice. Make some fucking cookies. Make they some did. fucking cookies. Um, and cute. finally, we had a suggestion for a demo activity. Oh, of Kinky Boppet. Kinky Boppet. Yes. So you, know you how she Bop-its is not work. hitting me on top of my dick. No. I said I want her to I'll give me a it. hand job. No, I'll do that. No, it would be like um, you know how Boppet of twist it, hit it, yeah, the, the toy. Right. 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 So you would correspond each of those to spanks or a hair pull or something, and then and then we have like a sound. Like, well, you would have someone like actually holding it and doing it to follow along, but you would try to emulate and do the bop it actions with kink activities instead. I am confused, but I know that you guys will explain like, this to me. If it says pull it, you pull the person's hair. And if they say, I think we should talk it, about what the fuck a bop it is. Okay. <laughs> That's see. That's where I first. Okay. I'm like bop it. It's like the bobbleheads. I don't know either. Like I was doing important adult things in the '90s. Oh, he said, "Okay, you so missed." Kathy the 90s. didn't okay. know either. It was a toy that had a button, a thing you twisted, and the thing that you twist you could also pull. Like Simon? Yes, it was Simon. And when it said the thing, <laughs> you would do it, and it would keep going. Oh. And if you didn't do it fast enough, it would make an angry noise at you. Wow, that's oh. I don't I don't do well with anger. I was abused. It was, it was I, a toy designed for eye hand coordination work, and it just got really popular. Oh, I don't do well under pressure. Pop it. No, 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 no. So timed if, games really freak me out. Oh, like remember remember concentration? <gasps> I hated that. Where game you, you like they so still have much. it? I think you push this spring loaded thing, and you oh. got to put all the shapes into the fucking holes. And if you don't do it in time, the thing explodes on you, and you have a heart oh, attack. God, I'd rather just have Simon. Yeah, it's horrible. I hated that game. All right, well, all right, cool. yes. all right we're going to move I on. I thought you wanted to smack people, so I thought you might be interested. <laughs> I do like smacking people. Is that it? Is that it for Disco Dough? Which one um, are you choosing? There were gonna... tampons in the 1900s that had opium and belladonna on them. I believe that. The opium was to relieve pain, and the belladonna was, was to, kill to dilate and relax the vagina. Dilate. Doesn't belladonna... No, wait, wait, wait. Belladonna does what? I thought that was a poison. No, I'm it, thinking botulism. Deadly nightshade. That's literally deadly nightshade. It's so yeah, so not good. Not not good. Well, they used to also use uh, Lysol, Lysol disinfectant in douches, and they said that was healthy. Oh, wow. oh diluted and, and, Lysol. And we finally have a name for uh, the method of flirting that I do, and you have stated you do what? the Schrodinger flirt. The, the Schrodinger. Where I am totally, you mean like I am both totally kidding and actually flirting, depending on whether or not you're into it. Wow. Huh. All right. All right. Enigma was like me too. All right. <laughs> Very good. Wait, wait, wait. I think this I don't know if this well, is which a Which one are you going to choose? There's I'm going to choose the perverted mail uh, mailbox <laughs> because she did some work for it. But I have to actually hit the PP mail. We got some mail and we're going to read it. Perverted mailbox because you need it. Yeah. Kathy, this is why you should not be sick. <laughs> and you should put the show together because we have gone show. so off what? the rails. No, we have not. That's okay. So All wait. Right. Okay. So uh, we got uh, a letter from a uh, new list. Well, not new listener. I have to say it's a new listener. Well, okay. Go with me on this. So I think it's uh, I think it's Dolly. 
and uh, she writes in, hey, guys, I just became a pee-pee zombie apocalypse master. That's Congratulations. Right. And I am so happy that I found you. I just turned 18. Wait a minute. And I have been learning about my BDSM progression since I was 15 and love it. I am a, what a, country is this? this because is, that might be legal depending on the country. Well, you well know, they are 18. She's from so. here. Yeah, she's 18, and we'll talk about that. It's funny. Just turned um, 18. I'm an African-American young woman and was hoping you could talk about black and kink. Also have a list of shout-outs. Mew, who is not here tonight, but she will listen. To Mew, she writes... Mew, 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 mew. <laughs> Mel, I love your cool attitude towards Mr. Boogie Monster. That's me. I don't know. I think maybe she meant Tony. I don't know. But maybe me, because she has to put up with my shit, too. Al, your voice reminds me why I can be big romantic. What? Del, your intelligence and snark makes me smile. Snark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And she's 18. She just wanted to point that out. She she's is 18 now. 18. Shut up. I just pulled up a map. Shut up. Unger, <laughs> we're just going to pretend she's always been 18. Um, Unger, you remind me of my papa, who's my grandpa, and you make my Aww. heart flutter with gore and creativity. Aww. Boogie, you do too much for an old man. Just kidding. Stay young and strong. Kathy, <laughs> in all caps, you're a queen. <laughs> you remind me of my aunt, who is also named Kathy, and because I am half white, she is white, ironically. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, well, love you all. Hope you guys can uh, see some of my writings on Fet Life, Dolly Gwen. Yay. So, welcome, Dolly Gwen. So, I had actually a debate with Mew uh, about this um, for for a couple reasons because you know she made a request. Uh, you know, can you guys talk about Black and King? Well, obviously, we don't have that experience because we don't have uh, we're not people of color. So what I did do to start with is I had Mel look up some groups. Mel, can you get on the microphone? You did a little research for us because what? what? So fuck you! Know, don't pretend. We had a hook up your ass the other day. I'm asking you to read some things. So um, this is worse for her. To start to start the the conversation, I asked Mel um, to because there's a lot of groups on FetLife, right? That yeah. that are uh, you know black and kink or diversity or whatever. Can you read some of the groups that you found on FetLife that we can share with our listener? Okay, I went through 13 different pages on FetLife Search to try to find groups that weren't just about hookups. Right. Okay. So if that's what the reader was looking for, then then, I, then, then that's a lot easier get, to yeah. find. So I'm not gonna. Those aren't what I kind of focused on. Um, there were a couple different groups that I actually did write down though, and one was called Blacked, which is love and relationships, and it's uh, interracial, and it's also just talking about not just BDSM, but relationships and okay. um, the lifestyle and how you kind of intervene and mold okay. those together and separate them if you need to. Uh, there was one that was Afrocentric BDSM, which was more like the kinky shit and the fun stuff sure. and more like finding groups and stuff like that in like the different areas and the different scenes for those areas. Uh, same with Black Me Now, which is another one that was more towards... <laughs> I like the name. <laughs> it was more towards um, like scenes and uh, play partners and stuff like that, but not straight out as just a hookup group. Right. Um, there was one that was the Black Nerd Alliance, which was more <laughs> for like kinky, dorky, dorky nerdy shit. 
And then there were there was Dark Connections, which is also apparently a website, which is good for any sort of interracial of any kind, uh, people that are also kinky and trying to explore that and combine it with their regular lives. And then um, there was one because of our, where our reader is. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Nice. And what was that one? That was Texas Deviants, which Te- okay. is... There you go. Very, very good. It's a big state, so we're not yeah. adding anybody. Um, so... So that was good. So I figured I'd get get some resources. So uh, at least there's that. You know, at least there's that. Because what I didn't want to do, and this was kind of the, I didn't want to go out and like you know, because Mew was like, oh, we need to get some people on the show, and you know, people of color on the show, which absolutely great, you know, if they. But I don't want to just point at people and go, oh, you're black here, come and represent <laughs> all of black people and and speak to this listener because I I just it felt. I don't know, like, just stupid, you know, it just felt like, like I'm the Morgan Freeman approach. Our goal is to talk about, at least on this show, to talk about the environment that is created, that is open and non-judging, diverse, uh, the dungeon that we used to uh, work at, um, did pretty good. There was a lot of moments where there was really good diversity there, and it was a very mixed group, and there was lots of tolerance and understanding, and people, you know, worked pretty well. I mean, there's always improvements that you can make. We had a diversity, Spanky led uh, the diversity roundtable, which I thought was, uh, which was pretty cool and, and, and helped out. Um, but in general, other than creating an environment that everyone, whether you're disabled, gay, straight, uh, trans, gender neutral, you know, non-binary, uh, whatever, uh, you know, ethnic background you're from, I think in general, I, for the show purpose, want to talk mostly about creating that environment that's equal for everyone, as opposed to focusing just on one or the other. Does that make sense? No. Um, this person is specifically asking about that. Why wouldn't we discuss that? Because we don't have, A, we're we're not black. We don't have any real experience other than being able to but talk about But you're saying that even if we did have someone who was black here, you would rather focus on how do we make everybody well, no, equal? No, 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 no. I wouldn't. No, no, no. What I don't want to focus on is going out and looking for someone that, because it, it sounds... How do I explain this? I don't know because I, I consider it no different than, hey, let's have Bunny on to talk about Littles. Let's have a submissive on to but, talk about but, that. I but think that, it's less that's problematic because someone asked us to. It wasn't us doing it. No, no, no. Here's what it is. In the case of Bunny, Bunny is a little, that is a type of play. So you're asking somebody who is engaged in that specific type of play. If you're talking about uh, a race, Getting one person because they are of that race, what? How are they qualified? You know what I'm saying. Bunny uh, is qualified because she's name. experienced in that kink. So yes, we've had Spanky. Obviously, you know, uh, Spanky is a good leader who is also a person of color and leads the diversity group and has some qualifications. We can't get him. He's kind of MIA from the scene right now. But but I what I don't want to do is be the person that just picks somebody because they have the skin color and then try to put them on and say, oh, well, obviously, because you're black, you you can talk about the BDSM community and if explain If you're black them. and in the BDSM community, why shouldn't you be able to talk about being black in the no, BDSM community? No, 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 I community? don't. I, I'm just saying we're being asked to, to, I'm, to go look for that. It just, yeah. it's, I, I don't know. I think in this situation, he just means that he doesn't want just one person to come on because then that might be the only 
focal it, point that we have in the in the show that someone's talking about that someone that's a person of color and that they then our viewers might think that that's the only thing they have to go off of kind of that person's opinion kind of well, like just, it, it i have a thought of it's like if we're just bringing on one person it's not so much of a dialogue about the entire thing it's just like hey talk at us please Sure, I don't know. I, I literally don't understand what the problem is. I can name two people right now who are both in the BDSM community, are people of color, and actually are advocates for making sure that they have their play spaces and that they have their own groups and that they feel welcome there. And they advocate for that. What would uh, be the problem with no, having I don't them have, come on I, and advocate? I, I, I think my point is, uh, I don't know. I'm not explaining my... What my point. Is this what you and I have I'm uh, kind of butted in the Mor- heads about in the past? I'm about- in the Morgan Freeman, who is an authentic person of color, who says, if you want to change the issues towards race, stop talking about race. So that's where I kind of get kind of skittish. Well, here's, here's my viewpoint. I totally get what you're talking about. People get skittish when it comes to talking about anything having to do with race. Right. right? But in... In any, well, I'm just going to talk about the King community because that's what we're the show is all about. In the King community, you have groups that feel naturally marginalized, and it doesn't matter whether that is you feel marginalized because of your race or your sexual orientation or the type of play that you do. Every group that feels, every person that feels, I don't know that many people who are into my kink. I don't know that many people who are the same race as I am who are into getting spanked. I don't know that many people who, whatever, want to find their group in which they feel comfortable. And that's right. a perfectly human thing to do. And that's what I love about the King community is that a group will pop up that will advocate a, a play space where they feel safe, sure. groups where they feel safe, places where they can go. That doesn't mean that you are rejecting other things, but for this particular space and time that you've chosen, this is a place where you can feel great. And I don't think that you're, uh, if the group that you feel in which you feel marginalized or you would feel much better if every once in a while you can be amongst people who you feel similar to, if that happens to be race, I see absolutely no problem I with I have no that. problem with that either. And that's why I had Mel... Look yeah. up all the groups to hopefully give the listener... I would love to have listener, somebody uh, here to, to talk like that, just I, like I would love to have... Just like I loved hearing Bunny talk about being a little, because it, you can say that, well, people of color have a, a different reason for feeling marginalized than someone who is a little, but that feeling of being alone is the same. Sure, it doesn't matter sure. where it's coming from. You feel alone. You feel like there's something... Uh, very different about you, and you simply feel better with around people who you, who you align relate with. to. Yeah. You feel you relate to. I get you that. know, and Kathy, what you're saying right now is sitting on this, not going to say it, but this is one of the most brilliant things I ever heard said about diversity by a person of color. And this was about, geez, 29 years ago. I was interning at a corporate, large corporation for the summer, and they brought their head executives, their executive lunchroom guys to come talk to us. And a lot of these guys were patting themselves on the back about being diverse. It was 10 good old white boys and one African-American man. And they got to that man, the African-American man, and he said, yeah, I know we like to talk about diversity a lot, but when I'm sitting in the lunchroom and I look around, I don't really see any. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they're all like, well, yeah, but we can see you. So from their perspective, it's diverse. From his perspective, he's surrounded by a bunch of white guys. Like, this is not diverse. Right. So, so I, draw a line between what that story and what we're talking about. Well, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is I understand how from our perspective, oh, yeah, we, we know a lot of people in the scene. And from, from your right, from a person that wrote in perspective, if they're the only person of color at a, at a party and they don't see then it that as is diverse, a pro- yeah, that is. So they do want to hear other people's experience. And what you were just saying, they want to go places where they feel part of a diverse community, not where they're the sole example of diversity. That I, was that guy's point. Uh, that makes I hear I hear what he's saying. So are you saying that it's a good thing or not a good thing to invite somebody? Oh, who, I think oh, it's I a think good it's thing. an absolutely. I think it's a good thing. I think you should do it. My point. I would love to have Kathy, somebody here for that. Call those two people. What? Huh? Pulling a mule. Pulling a mule. Okay, she's trying to wrap yeah. us up. Oh. <laughs> like, hey, to... Mel pulled a mule. God damn it! And she speaks. It's not... Now the next time Mew's here, she's gonna be like, "See, even when I'm not here, <laughs> my spirit lives." No, I think it's great. Absolutely, reach out to whoever you reach out to. Let's have more topics uh, in that. I don't think my. I don't think I made. The right. I don't. I didn't think, understand. I'm sorry. I, I wish that I could understand more clearly what you were saying. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> That's cool. just, gonna, just gonna move on. Thank you to the new listener. Hopefully, our uh, we. Gave something that's a, of benefit, and hopefully at least the I think the thought they walk the groups, away from is those people are really very confused, and they maybe, don't know how to... <laughs> you know what? Maybe confused, but ultimately the first plan of action was find people that could hopefully give better information than us. And we and did at first try. We would bring on other people who had different... And for some reason, it became hard to do... And we kind of stopped doing it. I think it. that's what my point was. But then we're if living in happens, a vacuum. It's all, it's the, it, it's all I, you and I. I, I. I don't want to be in a vacuum, absolutely. But I also don't want to go through the bullshit of trying to bring in people and say, oh, we're going to have this segment now that's going to deal with this group and this segment. Uh, we're gonna I think we we've learned ultimately, that. Ultimately. We called the Mew. We, no, no, we're not. Because um, <laughs> the reality is, and this is what I finally came to with Mew. If we, if people are like, hey, I want to be on the show and here's my topic, we're always open to that and we always do that. But when it comes down, at some point you have to just say, this is, we can't be everything for everyone. We can do our best to open as many doors and as many thoughts. But at some point, we just have to focus on the type of show that we're good at. If we get tons of producers that can every week say, here's the topic, here's different people, I lined up these three interviews, that's great. We don't do it. We're not good at it. We, we've done it for four years. We know what our, our, our shtick is. So it's okay, Kathy, that if our shtick leaves out, you know, the you know the LGBT community, and we don't uh, interact as strongly with them, and do constant interviews with them, and the littles, and these, and that. At at some point, we just have to say we're just going to do the best we can, and and allow our focus to be on creating that environment within yourself that you feel comfortable to explore. That's kind of, I mean, at this point, until we can do better, I mean, that's kind of what we have to offer. This we got is, this, a mic. We got is, another mic. We, We're doing we better. Have another, we have another mic. We're doing better. So I'm totally open to improving. And no more to say. <laughs> to, totally. More in, mics, less to say. Totally open to expanding the show and bringing in more groups and more diversity and that type of stuff. But ultimately... This is what we're doing right now. Does I, that make sense? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so well, then, goddamn it. Coffin <laughs> gag. Time. I can't do the outro. You do it. That's our show. <laughs> goddamn, look at all the grumpiness now coming out of the room. Yeah, That's I our can't show. Huh? Show. What? What? I wanted to say something, but you already played the jingle. So ah, no. Oh, look, Del. Look, I can look at, see how that works. Look, I am God. Yes. No, I you're was not. gonna say you're 18. Make a new profile. You can get deleted later if you're going off of one that was made before that. So just make a new profile. Is that the problem? This person was going off of a had a had an, a profile. No, I'm just saying like. FetLife doesn't actually check, yeah. like, how, like, age things at all. Right. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. They don't that. check that in place. Right. But later down the line, like, hey, look, this photo was posted before your profile says you're 18. We're just going to delete everything. Right. And they'll just uh, So just create all. a new profile. Start a new profile. Yeah. Make yeah. a new profile. That, that was my one small thing <laughs> I Did you notice I was jumping away from the age thing? Because I'm very... Yeah, you were. No, the reality is, is I am very grateful if we have information that people under the age of 18 can learn from. I would always suggest that people under the age of 18 um, deal with... Uh, you know, like Dr. Dose, explanations, more age-appropriate conversations about sexuality, because we're very much more adult and hypersexual and whatever. But I do appreciate that that if people are younger and they get something out of us, we're just not going to promote to that. We it, can't. We can't promote to that, and it's, I don't think it's ethical for we us to promote We want to stay out of that. jail. Yes, we do. I I'm understand sorry, Bill Nye, the science that. guy, has a good kink-friendly for the teen. To, never mind. That's Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Okay, that's it. Is that something I don't know about? And yes, no, really. That's the end of our show. If you're new to listening to Perverted Podcast, we already know that you're not here anymore. So the people that are into us... Those who are left. (laughs) Those who are left. The mere thousand of you that are left, you understand, hopefully, uh, what our focus is. Even though we don't. We don't. We have no idea what's going on. But it it was a fun show. Kathy, I do hope you get a lot better. Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to help us continue this conversation, absolutely, please comment Podcast at gmail.com or go on our FetLife group at uh, Perverted Podcast on FetLife. And we used to kind of, you can go in there and start a conversation. And if you want to continue this conversation, then absolutely, let's jump in and, and have more discussions about it and learn more about ourselves and that stuff going forward. Now! For anyone else that is concerned, we love you. Welcome to fucking 2020. Yay. This is the first show for that, and I guess we will see you guys next week. Do you like your cafe latte with lots of steam and frothy milk? I do so like my cafe latte. With the chocolate biscotti and a pretty cup Oh yeah My cafe latte My cafe latte My cafe latte All my friends meet at the coffee house We always seem to have a jolly time and complain about our parents and we read our death poetry at the open mic oh yeah my cafe
think about what is cool. For sure. So if you like your cafe latte, just come on down and have a cup. If you are cool, you can sit at our table, and I'll be your friend if you loan me a buck. <laughs> <laughs>